Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Brandon is educated as well. So he is a professor at the University of Pennsylvania's business school, which is Wharton. And as I said before, that's one of the best business schools in the country. So aside from being a football player, aside from being a real estate investor, aside from working on Wall Street, we've been talking about working on Wall Street, he also, it's too much to talk about, but he's also a educator. So financial literacy is something that we're very passionate about. Can you talk about your class? Because your class is interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's called Inequity and empowerment in urban financial literacy. That's the name of it. Yep. Yep. So that's an interesting title. Um, and I kind of assume I know what that means, but can you talk about the class? Can we start? Yeah. We'll start off the conversation with the class. Yeah. Can you talk about that. Yeah. So, um, technically it's not in Wharton. It's in the urban school, urban studies school, just to okay. put that out there so they don't come down and, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? um, but it's when I thought of the class, I thought about, um, I was actually on a ride through Detroit looking at real estate opportunities with a couple players. And one of the players mentioned in, in the backseat about, hey, man, I just wish when I was in college, we had a class on that, you know, talked about taxes and budgeting and houses and buying your house and all that type of stuff. I'm like, I mean, that's not just something that athletes need. That's something that Every, we all yep, need. Yep. right? Um, like, how do you just and uh, you had the conversation I was like, how do you just pick athletes? who you think are going to the league or not, you know, like mm -hmm. everybody should have that. So 
from there, my, my wheels started running. And again, like, as I said, I'm impulsive. When I get passionate about something, it's like, how do you make it happen? So, uh, it's been a, a few years of trying to get the school to, to buy in. And, and I was fortunate to come across my co-professor, Dr. Brian Peterson. Uh, last year at our just college five year reunion, I told him about the idea and then he took it and ran with it and, and dealt with the, the school, uh, pitch, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a creative. So, you know, I come to you with the idea and like, yada, yada I'm willing to put the work in behind it, but yeah. I didn't know you need, you know, you need a syllabus. You need a, a course outline and all that stuff. So anyway, for me, the class premise is like, let's talk about all the different things that you deal with in life that we just, let's just talk about them, right? For some reason, we've gone through these schools and gone through all these, I've gone through 16 years of school myself and, we didn't, no one ever taught me how to buy my first house, right? right. No one ever taught me about uh, the cost of renting or how to invest, right? We, we have these classes that talk about finance and, and statistics and all that stuff. Supply like, and demand and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> but like what's the real life application, you know? And I remember as an intern on Wall Street, I was like, you know, we, t we had these classes and I think, uh, you know, I had these econ classes and, and finance classes and I'm like, okay, I I should be pretty well prepared as compared to a, a student who hasn't had this stuff. But then when I went into it, I'm like, yeah, we didn't talk about any of the stuff I'm seeing on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, the, funny, the funny thing about that is like, I feel the same way about education. Like we went to school, right? And we learned, we had to take all these tests and pass them to be certified. And I went to grad school for it. And I got put in New York City and all the things that they taught, out the window. Yeah. You're going to learn right now. Right. Like, Today's your day. Right, right. You know what I mean? And, and one of the lessons I try to tell um, up-and-coming teachers is like, listen, you're going to be tested every day. Mm. got to really put the mindset that today I'm going to win this battle yeah. because I know I'm fighting for them. Right. You know right. what I mean? So, like, that's crazy. Like, you're doing that in finance, too. It's the same thing. Like, wait, I went to school for all this, and I know nothing? nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have to start over, right? Right. And so, um, you know, taking that is like literally the premise of the class. I, I nicknamed it Life 101. And uh, so we talk about credit. I always, always felt like too, like I sat in these classrooms and you know, as a, a, a kid who, a kid from Baltimore learning and all that type of stuff, I've been fortunate enough, my parents valued education, so I, I really valued it myself. Um, and still, even though I feel like I'm a bright individual, uh, I would sit in some of these classes and I would have to, like, the teachers would just talk over my head for mm -hmm. the, however long the lecture was. And I was like, you know, people would throw around terms, good debt versus bad debt and all that stuff. And you feel afraid to ask a question like, you know, I don't want to seem like the stupid. Yeah, because you feel like, like everybody else must know. <laughs> right, right. You know, like he's talking like they like maybe I didn't get this in, in my high school or something. Right. And then, you know, so I'd end up YouTubing it or, or figuring it out on my, my own or just do life and experience. And I'm like, it shouldn't be like that. Right. Like you're paying all this money to go yeah. to school. We should talk about this. You should feel comfortable asking this question. So. That's the class. We, we started it. We cover everything from, like I said, investing, budgeting, taxes, your gross pay versus your, your net. Um, how to buy a house. Our very last class we had a, it's called, we called it financing your dream company, an entrepreneurship panel. Um, we end up having a huge, my goal, as I tell the students, my goal is to make this financial information, uh, financial literacy, 
all that type of stuff is to make this information accessible to all for free. Yeah. And so this class was really a pilot and, and just a, a, a launching point to build and to figure out what works and all of that type of stuff. But what we did, our second to last class, we had a bunch of high school students from Philly come in and then my students taught those students these different, we had five different topics, but taught them this stuff. And, and one, the reason for that was me, one, I don't, it's not that I don't care about grades, but I don't care about grades. It's, but two, it's more of like, I feel like if you can teach someone how to teach, or no, so not, not how to teach. I wanted to teach them how to teach this information to yeah, other people. That, that's the truth right? side that they learned. Yeah. So yep. like, I want you to be able to share this information with your cousin, your family, your mother, your sister, your brother, and, and, and spread this information in a similar way that I'm doing it to my family. Give yeah. your family access to, to change their own lives, right? As opposed to, sadly, what we do in society is we get information and now it's my information. Yeah, and gotta, now I, I'm going to get a leg up on you. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I'm not, you're not my competition, right? Right. Um, so we had our students teach it to high school students because one, I figured if you can break it down on a high school level, then you probably have a pretty good understanding of it. Uh, but two, it also just is, um, giving us that ripple effect as a classroom. And when I tell you, you've got these, one of the biggest things that schools or people push back on is, oh man, you don't, you know, people already know this information, you know? And you're like, no, we don't. <laughs> when did I learn it? When did you yeah. teach it to me, right? Like yeah. if nobody ever taught me, I told this to the students as well. If nobody ever taught you, if I ask you what two plus two is, you're like, man, that's a stupid question, right? You've learned that. If I ask you like, okay, well, how do you buy your first house, right? Like, what do you need? Uh, uh, well, you probably need a, if I ask you what's a 401k, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, and some people, people might be like, well, you should know that. How? Exactly. Like, who, who, who taught and that, me that? And that's, what, that's something that, because, um, you know, I post videos sometimes of me teaching, and some it's always a couple comments like, well, financial literacy shouldn't be taught in school. We shouldn't rely on schools. People should be teaching at home. True, of course. But if your parents <laughs> aren't prepared to teach you, and what about those kids? Yeah. And that's the vast majority of kids, right? Yeah, so it's like to say, much. okay, well, yeah, of course, everything should be taught at home. But if that's the case, what's the point of even going to school? Yeah. Yeah. So we just teach our kids everything right. at home. Like, like, you know right? Right? Working in the education system, right? This is like my 17th year in education. But that was part of the reason when I was like, when I saw Shadi, I'm like, look, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a financial advisor. I need your help. Like, our, I know that these kids aren't learning. And I felt like I was doing a disservice. So I'm like, all right, well, I have six weeks to help these kids, right? And I was like, listen, I need your help come in and just teach these kids these lessons. Yeah. And it was like, when we started seeing the return on it every year, it was like, oh, this is amazing, right? So like being in a system and knowing it's a disservice, like we gotta give back. Okay. So like you going back to Philly to take kids, like that's dope, right? And you're doing it at the college level, right? And our, 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 our program is, you know, from high school, kids mm -hmm. getting, getting ready for college, but also this year we're launching one for elementary school kids, that's right? Because the earlier they get the knowledge, now their parents can learn, and these kids are learning, so they're prepared. By the time we get to high school, they're going to be advanced, right? right? So we just we're just trying to start <laughs> earlier and earlier, right? Yeah. And we get we need more people doing that, right? So that's what drew us, like drew me for sure. Like yeah. five thirty in the morning, I'm reading. I'm like, oh, I got to meet this guy, yeah, because he's on the same path, and now I thought that dope. was dope. And then also, and that my next line of question leads right into as far as giving back, right? Mm -hmm. We spoke about that off camera a little bit. Can you talk about that as far as like the importance of that and why? Because a lot of times people don't. Like you said, I think I read a book one time that we operate from an attitude of scarcity instead of abundance, meaning that it's like, okay, if me and you from the same neighborhood, you make it to the league, I'm going to be depressed because I'm like the percentage of somebody making it is like one out of 100. 
Now you made it, so now my percentage is like I'm done. I, I can't make it statistically. It's like instead of saying like, "Yo, I'm gonna use you as an example that I can make it." Right. Yeah. So we look at that, and, and it carries over from a lot of things. Like, okay, I got a million dollars. I can't teach somebody else how to make a million dollars because I've already beat the odds. So I can't diminish my odds by trying to spread the wealth. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's sad. Um, so yeah, I, my wife and I we started this foundation called Beyond the Basics Inc. Um, this is. Yeah, right here, we throw football camps. We sh- take kids on shopping sprees for for Christmas, feed single parents, Thanksgiving. I think that you know that's just uh, our heart and, and what we feel called to do, and and that's actually like the best part of everything that I do. I feel like um, when it talk when you talk about giving back, I, I share this with the students as well. I share this with people. I think that there's a lot of people in this world. This is the way I think of my life. And whether I'm right, wrong, and whatever I'm doing, I'm sharing it. And I'm letting you know that, hey, like, I don't have all the answers. Like, I told my students that the first day, I don't have all the answers, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's there's experts for all of this information. That's the reason why you hire an accountant. That's the reason why you hire an, a, a, an investment. An advisor, a financial advisor. That's the reason why you hire a credit repair specialist to to handle these different tranches of your life. The reason why you hire a realtor, like I don't have all this information, mm-hmm. but I will get the people in front of you. I have a little bit about all this stuff, and we anything I don't know, we'll learn it on the, the fly, right? That, that's cool with me. I'll, I'll take that humble approach to teaching and to being a vessel. But what I always tell people is there's people who write these tell-all books, you know, 50-some years old, right? This is how I amass my wealth Mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff, right? And there's one, there's a bunch of young kids who's reading that, well, I just read such and such book, and, you know, now I'm going to try to do it like this and this and this, right? Which is great. You know, you're sharing that wealth of knowledge. I always think that those, the person who wrote that book, the author's peers at that age group are probably looking at this dude like, a dude or woman like, why the then you just share this stuff while you were doing it, yeah. right? Like, you could have brought us why all with you. you. Why didn't you tell me while you were taking these risks? So that now we can all be writing our tell-all books. We can all be on these yachts. We can all be on this stuff, right? And that's what I'm like. All right, like let's just let's just share as we go, right? Yeah. And and for me, it's about taking a humble approach or, or making the information humble in the sense of like it, it's not overwhelming. It's not like there's certain things that are complex, you know, more complex than others. But all of this stuff is is once you take some time and, and dive into it, you just like, what? This is, you know, this can be easy. Yeah. And I think that sadly, a lot of people trying to teach or a lot of people trying to um, and, you know, we're not even talking about specifically giving back. But I look at the professor stuff as one of my versions of giving back. No, sure. it absolutely sure. is. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. education. And a lot of people trying to teach or, or or give information, they want you to think that what they do is rocket science. It, it, you know why? How we can tell is giving back because you're doing it right. Those kids are being inspired, and you'll never know the impact, mm-hmm. right? But there are a bunch of athletes who are looking at you like, wow. Like, I could do that. I yeah. wish I could do that, yeah. right? And they're reaching out. Like, when we posted you, like, a bunch of athletes were like, hey. Well, we have a lot of yeah. shout to the NFL. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know. But, like, half of the NFL follows us, right, yeah. on my page. So nice. we, we're getting more basketball players. Shout out to Al Harrington. Shout out to a couple other than, uh, league guys in the league. But I'm proud of the NFL guys because they're really taking financial literacy serious. Yeah. And they. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence. No, no, it's definitely, right? not, definitely <laughs> not. And. What you said was key as far as to make the information understandable to the people. And I think that's one of the driving forces behind our podcast yep. is that 
are, people don't really want to read Barron's. And read, it, even I don't really want to read Barron's. I'm going to yeah. fall asleep when I'm reading it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but the, the information that we deliver, they know that it's like a conversation that they can have in a barbershop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these conversations aren't being had at the barbershop. Right. Right. So now they can tune in once a week and they can check it out. And they and, and the good thing about our platform is that everybody that we, we are bringing in are from different walks of life, different areas, but the one common denominator is that they all are willing to share time and give out free game. Mm. And that's what you just did. And it's commendable. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.